0: If you watch it, he's doing one of those exercises you see the really fit people at the gym doing where you've got a cable that way and a cable this way, and on either side is a train <laughs> Some days I struggle to lift bananas. this guy's lifting a train but because he's outlawed he has to work in an insurance farm insurance firm where they sell insurance to people and he's being told every day to swindle people out of their money It's really frustrating he is living at not even 1% of his capacity. Frustrated man. Very frustrated. That's the midlife crisis we're talking about. There's this little kid who lives next door to them. The little kid, every time um, Bob gets home, frustrated, the little kid cycles up. Because Bob does stuff which kind of points out that he's got a bit more power than he lets on. So in one of the scenes, Bob gets home, closes his car door, and uh, shatters the window. He's so annoyed he's frustrated he lifts his car up over his head and he turns and he sees the little boy on the tricycle and he slowly kind of awkwardly puts the car down uh, and goes away next day he comes um nothing happens he gets out of his car but he looks and the kid's there he's like what are you doing there and the kid says i'm looking for something amazing to happen and bob says aren't we all aren't we all Aren't we all looking for something amazing to happen? The world which had superheroes and outlawed them is now full of people who are dreaming. Dreaming of superheroes. That's story number one. Story number two comes from the passage, the, the, the piece of scripture that Richard referred to. The people of Israel who, how many of you have watched Prince of Egypt? You know the story of Moses where, he, you know, God kind of rocks up. Uh, chooses the people for his own who are enslaved in egypt he's like let my people go and the pharaoh is like no i won't let your people go he's like let my people go pharaoh's like no i won't let your people go he's like okay fine i'm gonna send uh, frogs i'm gonna send insects i'm gonna turn your river into blood i'm gonna kill all your cattle i'm gonna do all that kind of stuff they don't listen he does more stuff and eventually pharaoh's like okay take them and go take them and go so god takes his people he leads them through the wilderness through the desert, into a place that he's promised for them. Once they're there, he settles them, all their enemies, he helps them defeat, and they relax. They build a temple for him, and they're at peace. But once they're at peace, they vote. They vote against God with their feet, with their hands. They no longer go to the temple where he is to worship him, but make God's little ones out of wood pieces for themselves and worship that. They were the one people on earth who knew Mr. Sun, Moon, and Star Maker. But they turned from him. They turned from him. So by the time we get to the passage, to the the story in the Bible, we have this guy, Ezekiel, who is looking at the people and going, we are living at not even 1% of our ability. We're in a foreign land because another king has come. God didn't help us because we voted against him. Now we're refugees somewhere then God comes and shows him this vision of a valley full of bones. I don't know if you can imagine, a valley full of bones. He says to them, speak to the bones and tell them, I will make you come alive again. And then the neck bone connected to the hip bone and the hip bone connected to the... My anatomy is wrong, but you get the point. You get the point. They connect up and they come. they come alive. Not quite a clone army, skeletons. And then he goes, hey, speak to them again. Say to them... Uh, say to the breath, actually, not to them. Speak to the breath, the breath of life. Say to the breath of life, come. Come from the four corners of the world and fill these bones. And the breath comes and fills the bones and they come alive. And they're not clones. They're unique individuals, a vast army, a vast army. Can you imagine a vast army as far as the eye can see from a valley full of bones? And God says to the, uh, Ezekiel, who has seen the vision, that is what I'm going to do with my people who are in exile. I'm going to take them from where they are. This place of living at 2%. And I'm going to fill them again. And I'm going to take them to the land that is theirs. And I'm going to make them be at home and at peace. And then they will know that I am God. They will know that I am God. Sadly, that's not how the story ends for Ezekiel. He never gets to see that promise fulfilled. He doesn't. Forward another 200 years. God says the same promise to another chap named Joel. He doesn't see the promise fulfilled. Then ends story number two. Story number three, after trying to lead people himself, God comes to earth to walk among them. And a couple of people, not much different from me and you, some of them were shepherds, some of them were tax collectors, some of them were HMRC, brilliant, (laughs) some of them were bankers, uh, some of them were fishermen. They walk around with this Jesus guy who, he he is God on earth, so he could do magnificent things. There was a man who was born blind. He made him see. There was no hardware. He put new hardware. There was a man who became blind once he was born. He made him see. Where the software was bro- broken, You know, he fixed the software, installed a new one. There was a man who had leprosy, which is a contagious and really, really deadly disease. He touched him, and the man got better. He reversed it all, so that actually well-being became contagious. But... People who are powerful don't like power that is greater than theirs. So on the cross, the world voted and made it clear they didn't want him. They didn't want him at all. So Mr. Sun, Moon, and Star Maker who comes on earth, walks amongst people, is rejected by the people. They send him to the worst thing they can contrive, which is death. And he goes, why? Because he's God. He knows. He's God. On the third day, he rises up. Walks into a room that's locked from the inside, which is a weird one. I don't even know how that went down. Um, Eats fish after doing that whole disappearing, reappearing act. And then walks out again of the room that is still locked from the inside. Then before he goes on a cloud, which is something to think about, where do you think he went? Um, Before he goes on a cloud, he says to his people who have been following him, Hey guys, wait. Do not go anywhere. Wait for the person I'm going to send you. The breath of life wait for him. So they wait. A couple of days later, the breath comes. And what happens is amazing. In the world that has voted against superheroes, that has voted against God, these people walk out, and when they speak, the French hear French, the Spanish hear Spanish, the Italians hear Italians, the Zulus hear Zulu, the Swahili hear Swahili. In their own tongue, they hear from fishermen who are not educated. Something amazing happens. There's a book in in the Bible called Acts which follows these guys as they go to do amazing things, raising people from the dead, healing people from sicknesses. Healing, Healing people from sicknesses. That's when the breath came. If you haven't encountered the breath before, speak to someone here who has. I kid you not, it is a good life. It is good to be able to hear directly and speak to and know the comfort of Mr. Sun Moon and Star Maker as your daddy in heaven. So that's story number... Is that four, three? Where are we? Where are we? Three. Ah, good. Story number four. Story number four um, is for the parents here. Um, I've I've had two, three chats this week with people who are seeing their children move onto another phase of life, and it's new, and it's scary, because the world is not nice, as Blade would say. Those of you who've watched Blade know what I'm talking about. The world is Full of danger, it rejects that which is good, as demonstrated in the first two stories. It's a new world, and we can't protect our family as much as we would like to. Mr. Incredible, actually, they come back to defeat this villain, and when they arrive, he says to his wife, stay in the car, stay in the car, you wait in the car while I go and fight. And she's like, no, no. Why should I stay in the car? I'm your wife. I'm going with you, for better or for worse. And he's like, no, stay. She's like, I'm coming. He's like, no, stay. I'm coming. And he's like, no, you can't come because I'm not strong enough. She's like, what, what, what do you mean? If I stay and you're not strong enough, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to pump some more weight to get stronger? No, he says, no, I'm not strong enough. I'm not strong enough. I cannot manage losing you. Mr. Incredible wasn't strong enough. We aren't strong enough. Because really, without God and his Holy Spirit and the breath of life, we remain the valley of dry bones. And even with the breath of life in us, we still need Mr. Sun, Wind and Starmaker to take those whom we love and hold them in his hands and watch over them as we take the training wheels off and they cycle. It will be tough. We'll have to chase them for a few yards. But actually, you can't run as fast as a child who's cycling at their full pelt. Story number four is about us taking those we love, knowing that he will protect them and handing them to him, which is what we do with baptism. We say, God, you who conquered death are the only one who can watch over my beloved. Trust him. Story number five is yours. What are you going to do? Are you... 1% in the Valley of Dry Bones? And are you ready to receive the breath and walk in the world that has refused superheroes as one who is filled with the spirit and power of Mr. Sun, Moon and Star Maker? I can't write that story for you. I can't tell it for you but the road is there before you and it leads into the arms of God who adopts you as son and heir to the kingdom of heaven here on earth and in heaven. I personally, am looking forward to walking on the surface of Mars with him. That is my hope. It'll probably be one part, one minute of being in heaven, but that's my hope. What's your hope? His arms are open, waiting. Write your story. Let us pray. Lord, would you take us into your hands? Would you take those we love? Would you be our peace? Would you be our provider? Would you be our hope? We thank you specifically for Noah today. And I pray, Father, for all of us who with him have entered into the water. Draw from our hearts that hunger for you and satisfy it. Help us to write our story as our path leads to you. In Jesus' name, amen.